Hey, Jay. Hey, Tyler. How you doing? I I feel lighter. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and a little more chilly. Oh, uh, wait. Hang on. Before we get to this, yeah. I, I don't want to waste any time and bring in my best friend. Hey, Ralph. Hey, guys. How are you? Oh, so good. So good to have All Ralph right. with us. Part of the inspiration for my change is, you know, men like Ralph who have firmly embraced so, this lifestyle, alternative <laughs> lifestyle that I lead now. This is a, yeah, he went to, uh, so Jay is now in week two, I believe. Week three? You starting in week three? Of, of laboratory. No, this is week of laboratory. four. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's been a Coming whole in, month. Rounding, rounding third base, going home. Heading home. For a, hitting for the cycle of being at Laboratory Presbyterian Church, world-renowned for their immaculate toilets. <laughs> and uh, after having been at uh, Laboratory, in case you didn't hear that, the, the, when we searched, I did a search for Laboratory when Jay was first uh, uh, looking at that church, and the first Google search, I recommend you do it as well, yeah. is uh, some site that just rates <laughs> bathrooms really? at churches. Really? That's fantastic. And and they and they gave, like, high marks to, to the Laboratory Presbyterian Church for having fantastic facilities. Every time <laughs> wow. I go into the bathroom here, I think to myself, this is a 10-star bathroom. And it, yeah. it's, and it I, is. And if you, follow, if you follow Jay on Instagram, you see he drinks as much as he can, as much fluids as possible, so he is spending plenty of time in that bathroom. The ready, question ready is... At did, a moment's notice. Did, did it factor into um, your discernment process? I mean, that that's the, the big question, right? Didn't you say that was that was the only reason you went there? Yeah. Didn't you say you went for the interview, you're like, I don't know, and then I, you went in the bathroom, you're like, sold. I love Westminster. Uh, they have a seven-star bathroom at best, and nice. it was it was time <laughs> oh. for me to upgrade. I don't, I don't know. You can go above six without automatic lights at this. I was point. trying to be kind. I was trying to be kind. Yeah, yeah. I give it, I give it a six out of ten <laughs> for bathrooms, Westminster, That's especially fantastic. because you, you can do better, Westminster. Yeah. Some people don't have the choice. You can totally do better, mm-hmm. Westminster Presbyterian Church. Yeah, six out of ten. I, I needed a ten star bathroom in my life, so here we are. They switched, they switched whatever the like fresheners are in the bathroom at my church. Uh, and it went, it went from a probably a seven point five out of ten to a ten out of ten. Every hey. time I walk in there, I feel like I'm walking through an orange glow, orange nice. grove. <laughs> nice. Or riding, uh, riding, soaring over California. We, we laugh way. about that, but that, that's important. That's important. It's fantastic. Yeah, visitors come to my church and go to the bathroom because it smells like, like a citrus farm. <laughs> it's great. Anyway, all of this was coming up because uh, Jay, after ha- Jay's gone full on new Jay, in that he is now uh, his. The, the the geography the the perfectness of of the symmetry of his head oh my. can no longer be sh- uh, shrouded in hair no and he has gone all the way he's gone full Lex Luthor uh, yep he yes. ran into what is he goes he tried to grab kryptonite and then the radiation makes his hair fall out it is depends it depends on which uh, yeah, iteration of the comics you're reading but yeah 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 so uh, he's gone full supervillain and now Jay is uh, hair- a part, the top part of his head has no hair on it. Now. Oh. And I, I'm disappointed. I whistle. thought the minute that you shaved your head, you became a millionaire, uh, like in the <laughs> comics. But that's yeah, that's you become a supervillain. So that's it. Yeah. And and Jay, what were you you were saying before we started? Why did you do it? Who was your inspiration? Uh, my, I was my own inspiration. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, first of all, when you do this, I was giving you, I was teeing you up to to flatter know, our guests. Here, let's I, try to get. Yeah, who that's was your okay. inspiration, Jay? That's okay. It was a hundred percent Ralph. No, uh, listen, hundred percent Ralph. Listen, buddy, you, you wear it well. You, you take credit for that. You knew you would look good, so you did it. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that call out yeah. by you. I do. I really do. Thank, 
Thank you. It, it, I was editing worship and uh, at, at laboratory here. I sit in the front row, uh, so I had a straight shot at the back of my head for about you know f- ten minutes of film time, which is like forty minutes of editing time, and it was long enough to stare at it and go, "Ooh, Houston, we have a problem." <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the Friar Tuck look. And, and truth <laughs> be told, if we want to call out another guest, uh, it was right around that time that we had the good Reverend. Carl Anderson on the on the pod. Oh yeah, and I he's was, got a nice head of, he, head of not hair. Yeah, and he was rocking <laughs> nice head the, head. He's rocking the uh, the the shaved and beard combo, and yeah. I went, yeah. you know what? That seems right. That seems That's, right. Right, right. I uh, I, uh, I I told Tara when we got married. Uh, so this was 11, 12 years ago. Um, that. I would never do bald man tricks if it came to it. There would be no comb overs. Yeah. There'd be no toupees. There'd be no monk cut. You know, the like letting this grow around the side while the top goes. None of that. Oh yeah. The, I like that cut. The the minute oh, I decide Perry White. <laughs> <laughs> the the minute I show signs of balding, it all goes. And she it's was all on. Gone. So what what was what was I mean in theory that's what what was her response to. You uh, dive into supervillainy. I was worried I would have to convince her harder than I had to. I, I teased it out at the beginning of this week. I was like, I think I'm going to shave my head. And she went, yep, okay. And I went, <laughs> Finally. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, to the point that I was like, how long have you been thinking about this before I knew there was a problem? Good, I'll get you some razors. Yeah. Want to do it right now? That's fantastic. Yeah. So, so it's been a couple days, Jay? Has it been? How long has it been? This is the first day I did it last night. Uh, you did it last night. Last so, night. So, you do, yeah. so you've already Breaking heard, news. you know, the more you the more you shave, the more you have to shave. You know, you already know all that, right? So just just be yeah. forewarned, you know, if you need any advice on, you know, smooth head and, you know, all that stuff. You just just come to the expert because I've been this way for a very long time, which is for... Also, hat, hats are more important now, right? Oh, yeah. For, in terms of sunburns and stuff? Yeah. So I'll answer I would that think question, so. and yes, 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 absolutely, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. As a as a person of color, I will I will attest to yes. So so Jay, absolutely, hats are necessary. Yes, yes. I have a deep bench of hats, so I'm not I'm not too worried about that. We should Good. be okay. All right. Well, we got a lot to talk about. We do. Yeah. So I'm Tyler. I'm Jay. And I'm Ralph. And this is Ralphing the Passer. back on for a while he's a busy man uh he is he is in high demand uh, he is so just wonderful in all things that uh, it's hard to get some FaceTime with him or i guess zoom time uh to zoom trademark time. it but 
Yes. Incidentally, we, if I can make a plug on your behalf, the series part of what's keeping you busy, the series you're doing with Brian Wallace, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. is fantastic. Everybody Thank should you. get on YouTube and go check that out. Uh, Tell us, real, give us a 45 second. What is that for most people who are not pastors in Pittsburgh? Absolutely, <laughs> it, is, it is. It is. It is an opportunity for our predominantly white congregations to kind of sit and listen to two friends kind of talk about the pressing issues when it comes to racism in this country right now. Um, as only we can through the lens of, of, of being pastors in our faith. Uh, we call it awareness and transformation. Um, and I think it's really, it's, it helped me and Brian grow a lot. And, and I think through that conversation and having the opportunity to, to just sit with each other and, as I said earlier, tackle those tough, tough questions in, 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 when it comes to racism um, in a way that promotes unity and it promotes an opportunity to have those conversations so yeah i think that make it 45 seconds now so how many of you have you made five six so we've we've actually recorded six there's five available and the sixth one will be coming on here soon now that i'm bald can i come on and be a guest on absolutely that show? Uh, absolutely i feel like that's, that's a prerequisite called that's bald guys next. talk about racing <laughs> <laughs> the next the, like the next four no hair allowed no hair allowed and guests, yeah. so you, you qualify so for the, both. It's right? the No Hair Club for Men. That's right. It's the No Hair, <laughs> no club, hair club for Men. That's right. That's right, brother. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well, we so Ralph was was able to uh, to come on this week. We were super excited, and um, we hadn't really picked the topic. And then uh, our news gave us the topic, yeah. Um, which is something we've actually been wanting to talk about for a while. But it's all the more reason to talk about. Um, we want to talk about Black Panther. Um, particularly because of the passing, the untimely passing, really mm-hmm. shocking passing yeah. of uh, Chadwick Boseman, who is the actor who played uh, um, Black Panther, and every other uh, major black character that Denzel had not played. Yeah, like that's a, we even joked about that. Yes. <laughs> a couple yeah, a couple months ago that he was he was really he's like, did Denzel play that guy? I'm yes. doing him. Yeah, like yes. he did everybody. Yeah, yeah that's an accurate um, statement. You're absolutely right, Tyler. Yeah, so he did uh, Thurgood Marshall, he did Jackie Robinson, he did uh, James Brown, mm-hmm. and then um, Black Panther. Yes. I think that in order, those are the four most uh, famous African-Americans, or yes. Africans, I guess, Black Panther. Yes. <laughs> T'Challa yes. is not yeah. American. Yes, fictional. Um, I just started watching, I didn't finish it because it was, I started, actually the night that I found out about um, his passing, I started watching Get On Up, the James Brown movie. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good. It's fantastic. I was... I was not expecting it to be oh, good yeah. because it just kind of came out and, and, and passed. But just the, the way in which it's done is really like, at least the, I've only, again, I've probably seen 40 minutes of yeah. it and it just, it goes like, it just starts. Uh, and he like pulls a shotgun on someone yes. because she used his bathroom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and he is, he is 100% James Brown. Yeah. Like, he is not Chadwick Boseman in that movie. It's crazy. He's, he's not a short story about that is, you know, I recently saw an interview with, James Brown's daughter, and she talked about when they were filming that, how uh, uh, Chadwick had gone down and, and stayed with her for a while and, and looked at James Brown's clothes and a lot of video and talked to her about her dad and what she remembered and what she had heard and just to, so he could embody fully uh, the character that was James Brown. And it, it showed in, in his depiction mm-hmm. of him on the screen. It was, it was fantastic. It's a fantastic movie. I highly recommend for for everyone listening to, to yeah. if they haven't seen it already, I, to see I, it. I, it's on HBO Max right now, so that's the way I was able to see it. I, I also watched Forty Two again. I had that one, um, and then I, I'm kind of waiting on Black Panther. 
uh, it's it's uh, it, it, this hit me a whole lot harder than I was ready for. I mean, part of it is that he did not tell anybody he was sick, and mm-hmm. then when you realize that he got his diagnosis five years ago, which was right before he started filming Black Panther, Correct. so everything. Uh, he made, I think he, he made 42 and then he made another movie and then he made Black Panther. So everything he's made since Black Panther yes. um, was in the throes of this colon cancer, which is one of the worst kinds of cancer you can get. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it's amazing, pretty, right? Pretty crazy. It, yeah. Yeah. I, I would yeah. agree. And 40, 43 years old, this guy. Yeah. Yeah. And it, um, and that's what I've been hearing a lot and, and seeing a lot uh, over social media from um, from the white and black community, to be honest with you, is this, this sentiment of, mm-hmm. you know, too soon and, and, and it's hitting hard. And, and, you know, and I think that's why we, we decided to talk about it uh, uh, today, I think, is because, you know, I, I think it's good for us to raise up in this conversation, at least. Why, why is it so? Why is it hitting us so hard? This fictitious character, uh, this superhero um, that he played and the man that played him in uh, uh, Black Panther, you know, why is it hitting us so hard? So um, I am going to turn the tables on you guys for a change and ask a question to both of you. Uh, Tyler, you specifically, yeah. because you said it first. Why do you think it, it affected you harder than you you thought it would? Uh, he, he just, he is uh, an incredible actor who has a spirit of... Um, I, I think his roles have been amazing, um, but he, the character that he was, the, the content of his character mm. um, outside of those films was so evident. And uh, the way he um, comported himself uh, and not just, I don't, this is, I don't in any way, I want to make clear that this is not coded for, wow, he was a really articulate black man. Cause that's yeah. anytime we talk. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Overtly, uh, respectful of a black person oftentimes it's like you would never expect a black person like no it was that he was like a genuine person who was driven to do good and in some ways it's almost uh it's intimidating when you see an actor who takes the craft so seriously and a lot of times it can be pretentious um and he was not pretentious at all and he was i remember always thinking like man chadwick boseman makes like three or two or three movies a year like take a break man and then when you realize why he was doing that yeah. um, because he he did a whole career's worth of movies in the last five years um, and a lot of the people a lot of the the um, response has been j- lamenting the the roles that he didn't play and mm-hmm. yes I think that's that's true but he knew this was going on and he gave us what like f- 10 movies I mean it's it's just an, an obscene amount of movies that he was able to produce like put out yeah after having this and and to see uh he was such a good human being yeah um and and everything he did and was generous with his time and generous with people and the stories that you're hearing from um from his his co-workers about how great a person he was and how inspiring he was and there was something that he could make like he could do all of these um different historical figures like Thurgood Marshall and Jackie Robinson and even someone as problematic as James Brown because yeah. James Brown great on many levels but also not a great right. human being right right um, absolutely absolutely and and he can find the humanity in each of them mm-hmm. um in a way that was genuine and it didn't feel like um this is the new uh 
um, it didn't, it didn't, it, there was a genuineness to it that never felt calculated. Yeah. Uh, and I really, really appreciated that. And I think that that to have those kind of role models, regardless of race, regardless of, uh, of what that person represents, just to have any public figure that can be that genuine and that, sure. um, uh, altruistic, uh, and, and to, to show us that films mean something yeah. and yes. make a difference. Uh, like I think he took films seriously without being, uh, again, without being pretentious about it. And, and I think that's an important thing to have actors like that. No, I, I could just human more. beings like that. Yeah. No, thank you. Jay, do you want to add anything to that or? Yeah. I mean, I, uh, as, as, as frequently stated on this podcast about pop culture, I've seen shockingly few movies. <laughs> um, so I haven't, I haven't seen anything else he's done. I didn't see, uh, 42. I haven't seen the Jack or the, the, the Jackie Brown one. Um, but I am a comic book nerd through and through. Um, yeah. and yeah. you know, I, <clears throat> Superman, I put Superman on my desk. Uh, I think part of the reason I rec- relate to Superman is I was a nerd growing up, and I totally outgrew that. I don't know what you read on the internet, um, <laughs> but to but to look on you know comic books, TV, movies, and see someone like me who has extraordinary powers, yeah. um, that that was something I related to, and I knew when I saw Black Panther the movie that that really was, correct me if I'm wrong, the first time that an African-American superhero got certainly their own yes. uh, uh, movie. But yeah, really... The closest you can get is, is maybe Hancock, but since maybe, that wasn't maybe Han- based on a yeah. thing. Right. right. Yeah. And right. that was really almost a satire. Hancock is really great that doesn't know how to end. <laughs> yeah, <Yes>. right. <laughs> and, it, and also the action scenes are too close. Like it's d- directed weirdly and it, it also doesn't know how to end, but it's a really good movie. That's Will it Smith. Is. But yeah. I, again, I don't think that's based on, I think that's an original story. It's not based on a comic book. It's just I a agree. superhero I story. I think so. Yeah, I right. think so. Um, and then that, that, that carried over the next, so, so I saw it cause I go to bed when I'm, you know, at like nine cause I'm an old man. Um, so I was actually <laughs> in bed almost about asleep when the news alert came up that he had died and I, I had no idea he was sick. I had no idea. So like there was a certain shock factor to it. Um, but then in the, in the days that followed watching YouTube videos of uh, young black boys saying, I, I believe I can be like that uh. because he showed me how, um, yeah. and, and there are superheroes that look like me and that I can relate yeah. to and that I can identify with. And I think in this season we're in that just if it hurt me that much to lose Chadwick Boseman, yeah. I looked around and went, oh, my gosh, like this is yeah. this is not great. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. So and then, thank you both for, for, for go ahead. I'm sorry, Jay. No. And then, to Tyler's point to know that he was acting all of those Avenger movies while he was sick. Um, mm-hmm. He acted the heck out of them. Like He just. Yes crushed it uh he crushed yes. it under the uh, under normal circumstances to know he was sick the whole time is crazy yeah. he was he was great in all those movies yeah yeah um i thank you both for sharing that because it's important for for that to be shared uh, because you know as we said when we first started I, I think i know that his death affected you know all communities right um simply because of Marvel and, and its reach around the world. So, so his death affected it. But specifically, I'm, I'm gonna speak to, if that's okay, for this, just the effect for the black community. 
um, and, and the effect his death has had. You know, first I want to acknowledge, you know, for those listening, you know, I, you know, COVID plays a part in this, right? Everyone is home, you know, people aren't moving around a lot. So the availability to express our feelings is just present now, right? You know, through social media, Jay, you mentioned that and you went to bed and you woke up and saw, you know, um, all, all those sentiments and, of sorrow and, and surprise. And so that, that plays a role, uh, of course, in this um, as, as far as the accessibility to express our feelings. But um, and both of you, I, I affirm again, just the surprise, you know, this is one of the, you know, up and coming, you know, young black stars you know, even though he was 43 and got and really started later, quote unquote, in, in Hollywood terms, you know, you, you, I at least had a feeling that this was just the beginning for this young black star. Right. Yeah. Um, and then just to you to lose him uh, felt and it, it was just way too soon. It was way too soon. Um, I also wanted to touch on a little bit the importance of the roles he played before Black Panther. You know, you played Jackie Robinson, you played James Brown, he played Thurgood Marshall, uh, Thurgood Marshall. And, you know, for the black community, we see those roles, we see those films. So we associate Chadwick to this into this persona of, you know, uh, black community, a celebration of black community, a celebration of uh, uh, through the roles that he played of representing black community in the way of of intolerance and in, in, uh, approval and, and fighting through oppression and, and all those things we see, even in the James Brown movie, all, all those things we see uh, through uh, Jackie Robinson and Thurgood, Thurgood Marshall. So it's important for us to remember that in, in the eyes of the black community, there is a lens of, oh, that's the actor that played Jackie Robinson. There's a lens of, that's the actor that played Thurgood Marshall. So when you see him and... He plays in this Marvel juggernaut that is Black Panther, uh, and he plays a king in this movie. And while I'm sure many have seen movies where um, um, people of color have played royalty, in this instance, I believe, there was a, actually a, uh, a, um, more of a lens of expressing black culture um, in its beauty, you know, there wasn't a, I'll, I'll call it out, a whitewashing of, of, of black culture in any way, right, in Black Panther. Um, and once you see it, Tyler, I think you'll be able to uh, note that. Um, I don't, uh, did you see it, Jay? Have you, have you watched the movie yet, Black, black Panther? Black Panther? Only about yeah. Oh, I've seen yeah nine seen or ten times. Oh, you have. Okay, yeah, we've both sorry. seen Black Panther. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm sorry. I, I thought you tell her. I thought you. I haven't I, seen. Uh, I haven't seen Marshall. Marshall. I'm. So, you're right. Um, I apologize. Yeah. I misheard you. Yeah. I apologize. So. So it's just, it's just, just, just the black beauty of that, just embraced and loved, and in a way that's not whitewashed, and and I mean that because you know there was no hiding cornrows in in the African garb, in in different cultures within, you know, Wakanda, uh, the fictitious uh, um, place where he was king of, and I think for the black community that was a an opportunity to just feel like, and I'm just expressing my own feelings because I know at times um, in my life, um, and I'll be honest with you, even right now, I, I don't feel like the world expresses itself as black being beautiful, right? Yeah. Um, I don't yeah. feel like, you know, uh, the world expresses uh, black as being 
um, in a way that is good and excellent as, as, as being a king uh, can pr- produce and, and say. So to see that on the big screen, uh, and let's not forget, you know, this is a, a, a blockbuster for, for Marvel, for the Marvel Universe. So that contributed to it as well. Um, was was fantastic. Um, and I also want to add to that, and I'm curious to hear what you guys think about this. You know, there are teenagers and young, black teenagers and black young adults who now have seen a Black Panther movie, a featured, you know, uh, um, a black man who has, has played this pivotal role in King T'Challa, and also, and they've lived through that, but also lived through the presidency of the first black president, right? Mm-hmm. So, so in their lifetime, they've seen a black president, and now for the first time, a feature film starring a, a, a whole black cast that was a, a, a mega million dollar cast. And I think yeah. if you think about it in terms of that, and in the lens of young adults, young black adults who see that, um, they, they have the capability of now seeing black differently, um, especially mm-hmm. than different than I than I have come accustomed to, unfortunately, when it, through the lens of of America, I'll say. Uh, what What are your thoughts to that? Have you Have you guys even even considered that? Yeah, well, I think that the, I mean, for having grown up, um, uh, Ralph, we're, we're a little. You're, I think, we're 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 similar in age, um, and similar. I mean, even for me, growing up, kind of the primary example of of blackness was first Kunta Kinte. Yeah. So the, the slave from roots who is LeVar mm-hmm. Burton, uh, yeah. from a, a, who then became reading rainbow guy who became like really a uh, safe black man. Uh, mm-hmm. and then it was Mr. T, a tough Mr. T- urban yep. black man. Yep. And, Great. uh, and, and then it, and that was kind of it. And, the, yeah. I mean, and then you've got Eddie Murphy uh, who does other things. And I remember thinking, and I think I even talked about that. We, we mentioned this during the eighties movie that, that Jay wasn't there for, but the eighties thing, but, um, coming to America to me yeah. was the first movie that I saw, and I saw it way too early. <laughs> I was probably ten <laughs> right. years old when I saw right. it because right. uh, my parents didn't care. Um, they just said, "Yeah, don't say those things." Um, yeah. yeah, but I remember at the time even realizing as a kid, like I've never seen a world where there's only black people. Yeah, and and in that movie, there, there's maybe two white people who have lines. Like yeah. every whether it's in Zamunda, the black kingdom that they're from, or yeah in Queens where they go, everyone is black in that movie. And it was uh, really exciting to me as a kid. And it made me realize, and, and no one talked about race. Like it wasn't, and, and I remember thinking, being surprised, like, oh, why isn't there someone talking about slavery or talking about race? Like just, again, just as a little kid, because every time I saw black people on TV, they were either commenting on how they had come from slavery or, or, combating racism or dealing with prejudice and this was a movie that was just kind of free of that and mm-hmm. it really startled me but it, again because it, it stood out in its um, in its novelty from that so mm-hmm. uh, to have Black Panther it is this movie that uh, uh, it's the, the only other movie I can think of close to coming to America in terms of portraying blackness as a uh, a beautiful thing that why would you even and it, almost like it doesn't even it's unquestioned as to why mm-hmm. this is beautiful. And, and there's not yeah. a big explanation as to how they alluded, yeah. um, how, how Wakanda didn't become imperialized. I mean, they have that bubble that hides them from the world. Yeah. But uh, one of the most amazing things to me, uh, and I remember hearing this before the movie came out, 
um, Chadwick Boseman was talking about how he came up with the accent for Black Panther and then everybody else copied him. And his accent, he deliberately came up with an accent that was free of any English, um, like it was in English, but it didn't have any British uh, inclination to it. Right. And so, which is a sign of imperialism because almost every African accent has Has some Britishness to it. Yes. Because the entire continent was was colonized. And if this is a, a culture that's free of colonization, then it wouldn't have any bearings on uh, Britishness. And so his accent sounds African, but a little different. And that was, and, and again, it's a superhero movie, but that's what he was thinking when he went into Civil War, actually, because that's the first time you see um, uh, uh, yeah. uh, Captain America Civil War is the first time Black Panther shows up to Charles. Right, 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 right. And right. he created this accent that got rid of the Britishness of it, which that hearing that was like, oh man, this guy's next level. And oh crap, every, like all uh, African nations have this stain of colonialism to, I mean, have this, this wound of colonialism, like that is not their fault. And, and, and a culture that has been obliterated so that even now African cultures still have that stain of Britishness and colonialism that they have to um, wrestle with and to, to have Wakanda both from Chadwick Boseman and and Ryan Coogler, who's the, the writer director of it, uh, that they had this vision that was also present in the comics, but to really lean into what would African culture look like without sure, any sure. Britishness, any Western culture in it. And you get something that is wholly familiar, but also completely new at the same time. Yeah. Um, so that, sorry, that, that overran your, no, your no, I appreciate just, it. No, no, no. I, I the really appreciate The juxtaposition of that to me. And it was something too, that when I first saw it, I realized uh, it again, stood against my experience and it made it pointed out how uh, biased my the our cultural representation as a white man who yeah. deeply engages in culture and, yeah. and deeply engages yeah. in in hip-hop culture and african-american culture like that i i've my whole life has been has had uh, um at least elements of input of african-american culture but still i was complete i had these biases that were way deeper entrenched than i realized and Uh, i think that all america has of seeing um black exceptionalism as a um a surprise uh and uh and not the norm and so a barack obama comes about because he fought he broke out of the system and instead of just being uh, qualified and and capable as a human being Uh um and and there is reality that he had to do that in spite of his blackness. Yeah. But also that does then perpetuate the, the this reality for us that in America, um, any black success has to break out of blackness. Right. And it's not the blackness that's holding them down. It's the system. <laughs> it's which the is, system. That's right. Whole <laughs> yeah. Right. That's all another. But no, but I, I still, appreciate without, what you're saying. Yeah, without, now. without naming that. Without that's na- what we right. Think. We think that's what yeah. we, that's right. That's absolutely right. But thank you. What, what about, what, what about you, Jay? Well, it's, I'm going to tee off a little bit on something that Tyler said. You know, it's just a comic book movie. Yes, and I, I, I am a nerd, and I, you know, Wait, hang, hang on, hang on. I got to open this, and I was going to do it quietly, but I want to do it in here. <laughs> this moment of ASMR brought to you by by Nicola <laughs> Mojito Lacroix. You it's drinking? Bizarre. It's bizarre. Okay, sorry. Continue. <laughs> But, you know, part of what I think gives comic books and particularly comic book movies um, some some validity is 
I think if you look back over their history, they are holding a mirror up to American culture. Um, mm-hmm. So, so when you especially especially um, uh, Marvel, yeah, really intentionally did that. Well, but even yeah. like so, go all the way back. You know, 1930s Great Depression. You get Superman uh, when the oh, country yeah. when the country feels powerless. Here comes our all-powerful <laughs> savior, right? To aspire to, uh, well, the, and especially two Jewish guys trying to fit in right. to this culture that doesn't belong to them, right? Yeah. And they create a superhero who's trying to fit in and pass yes. for a for a normal non-alien person like that. Yep. There's so much richness to the fact that these two Jewish guys create the ultimate Christ figure in, in uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The best superhero, I will stand firmly by. He's but anyway, great. Oh. He's, pretty, he's super. <laughs> he's Somebody super. would say he's super. He's super. He's, but then you he's get... not the best though. Just so 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 I can you can interrupt well, another no three times. Yeah. He's not Batman. So let's let's get that cleared well, up. But go ahead, Jay. But go ahead. Let's but let's move on to Batman. So like you get the yes. '80s and '90s, and all of a sudden it turns to this dark, gritty yeah. Batman character, and that's again holding up a mirror. Uh, to the American culture lately, uh, towards the you know the the middle of the twenty twenties or, or the twenty teens, all the superhero movies were superheroes fighting each other. Uh, you had Batman versus Superman. You had Captain America: mm. Civil War. You had yeah. so it, like it was a demonstration of this. America is no, we don't need bad guys anymore. <laughs> we're fine fighting yeah. ourselves. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah. So all that to say that like to have black panther show up as this movie that is holding a cultural mirror up to america yeah i think adds power to everything that's been said already yes black is beautiful look at it america <laughs> you know like yes th- th- and I, I think that's why that movie was so impactful like even you know again i didn't know the black panther, panther storyline very well from the comics going into that movie but you could just tell that that one carried weight that the other movies didn't carry um and did it surprisingly well. I mean, even, you know, we talked about Captain America. The first Captain America had a lot of pitfalls it could have fallen into with jingoism and like, yay, America, go for it. Black yes. Panther had even more that it could have yes. fallen could into have. and yes. done really terribly and and avoided them all and made such a great point of all that. And I think that combined with, you know, so – You've got a black superhero that's getting a whole lot of credit and a whole a great movie. You've got the presidency of Barack Obama. There's uh, the way when I was listening to you talk about it, Ralph. The the line that came in my head is it added promise to a whole lot of hopes um, that up until that point yeah. were just hopes. You know, like yes, I hope a black person could be president. Yes, I hope we get a superhero. Yes, I hope we can be seen as beautiful. Yes, I hope we can. All those things you just named were the realization of, yeah, actually, you can. Yeah, um, yeah. And, no, I, which, I, go ahead, buddy. I'm sorry. Which led to a counterpunch that is depressing on a level that I don't have words for. But that's, I think that's a lot of what you're seeing now, too, is a counterpunch to the realization of those of those hopes. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more. And in you know, what you both articulated very well. And thank you for ha- doing the heavy lifting there because it's refreshing, to be honest with you. I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, this 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 intersection of the, you know, pop culture history and, and, and American history and, you know, where that's connected and how important it is, especially when it went in, in, in conversations about uh, race and, and um, you guys, I think, Jay, both you and Tyler, so, you know, the, these marvel movies are intentionally a reflection and and even before that like you said jay uh in the 50s and 
90s with Batman, um, a, ref, a reflection of culture, which is very, very important to see. I wonder, um, um, since we're talking about this, you know, what, what I, I like, you know, the correlation between this, you know, I talked about President uh, Obama and, and, and King T'Challa and this, this uh, opportunity to see power in a different color. Okay, I, I like to talk about that a little bit because I heard a story and, I, you know, again, I don't know if it's accurate. It's just one of those things where, you know, you, you read the, the, the um, uh, from people who are saddened by um, uh, Chadwick's death and, and they're telling their stories. And I heard the story of, of, a, uh, of, a, of a mother who happened to be uh, in, a, in a place where, where Chadwick was and, you know, he, he came up to... Um, the black mother, I'm sorry, a black mother and, and her son. And he walked up to them and, you know, you guys are familiar with, you know, the, the, the Wakanda, hello, you know, you cross your hands and, you mm-hmm. know, you see, right? And, and the little boy, you know, was so starstruck, starstruck that, that, you know, Chadwick had done that. And then at first he, he, he couldn't do it because he was just such an awe of his presence. He couldn't believe that this was, you know, in, in his mom's words, his king standing right in front of him. So his mom did it and then the little boy did it. Right. And it was so great and so wonderful. So so Chadwick was asked about that. Um, and this is what and this is, I'm getting to the power. So just bear with me. And um, in great and Tyler, you spoke to this so accurately in the beginning in only Chadwick way. The question presented to him was. You know, how often do you ever get tired of doing the, the Wakanda hello, the Wakanda uh, hello, right? And he said, no, I never get tired of it, but I'm not a dancing monkey, right? I, I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, you're not going to come up to me and say, hey, do the Wakanda thing, you know, because it's more than that. It's an affirmation of, you know, black beauty, you know, black presence and black power, right? In a way mm-hmm. that is affirming mm-hmm not diminishing any other power, right, um, yeah. which is important. So I wonder, um, and when I say that, you know, because Chadwick is, is said better than I could ever uh, articulate it, right? Wait, wait, wait. You know, I, I want to reiterate this just because that's an important thing. I just, I'm just yeah, going to yeah, restate yeah, yeah. what you just said so that we hear sure, it again. Sure, sure, sure. That black yeah. power in no way diminishes other people's power. Black. That's right. Black power yeah. in no way diminishes. Thank you. Thank you uh, for, re- for reiterating what I just said, right? So, I so was pointing, but that doesn't come out well yeah, on yeah, a podcast. We were, that, yeah. we were both affirming visually. <laughs> Thank you. Thank and you. I mean, it, I guess it diminishes the power of white supremacy, but that's a whole that's a, right. can of worms. That's yeah. a, so, right. But, right. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so, what, so what Chadwick was speaking into was, you know, he had, he, he had intentionally not done the Wakanda hello to white families who come up to him and then simply say, hey, do, do the Wakanda thing. You know, he would all he always said, if I will always do it if you do it as well, like I'm not going to do it by myself. I'm not going to dance yeah, for you. Yeah. I'm not, that's not what I'm going to do. And I thought that was so poignant. Um, and again, it just speaks to what you said earlier, Tyler, about just who Chadwick was understanding the significance of a simple hello from a movie, a fictitious place in a movie. But the importance it meant to the black community. So I, I just wanted to throw that out there. Um uh, in in the in the realm of power, though, in in taking and giving, and what that means in society today. Well, and I, I think that that's it speaks to again a deeper thing of what I valued so much about what I continue to value so much about his movies and and his work is that he did things that were 
connectional and uh, and uh, created community. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I'll do the Wakanda thing if you're doing it with me. Yes. Because we are doing it together. Yes. He was not in favor of tokenism. Right. Or, uh, or being um, used as a product. And yes. That's the idea of do the thing so I can take a picture of right. you doing it. Right. That's no. no. <laughs> and you're you're no. taking this beautiful thing. That's and, right. Uh, that, that can connect us and turning yes. it into a thing that is just... Um, uh, tokenized yes and it's yes. it's gross yes. I, I wanna, before, just really quickly I, I think this is interesting juxtaposition because they came around the same time that we had because a little bit ago we talked about hamilton uh especially thinking of obama and black panther yeah and, yeah uh, and obama and hamilton all of these things happen under the same uh time frame yes. of them coming about yes and hamilton uh which is wonderful and and presents people of color but in a in a very deliberate almost confrontational way which i think yes. is fine i mean i think i think that's good for what that is doing so i'm not yeah. this is not a criticism of it but it is kind of like what do you think about this yeah. what do you th- what if washington was a black guy yeah what's wrong with that yeah. and we all know washington wasn't a black guy but right. it, it's done in such a way to make us think about our prejudices and yes. black panther is the exact opposite of that it's the exact opposite like, that is absolutely would, correct. yeah like why would there be a problem with there being a black superhero like it's that's not right it's not challenging you to explain why you have a problem with George Washington being black in this mm-hmm. thing. It's saying blackness is beautiful, mm-hmm. not for the sake of making some kind of artistic point other mm-hmm. than to say, there's nothing wrong with a black King. There's nothing wrong with it. And I, and we need both of those narratives, yes. but it, it, it is a very different, it, it's great and beautiful that we had those two things happening at the same time, but they're doing very different things with, with uh, race and people of color. Uh, And it's just neat to see those two things happen at the same time. Yeah. I hadn't made that connection until you connected black Panther to Obama because Obama is so clearly associated with Hamilton. Yes. Yes. Well, and I would even say too, the thing that uh, in black Panther that challenges, you know, like I think in, again, I'm a comic book nerd, but like, the worst supervillains are the ones that are just evil for the sake of evil, right? Like Lex Luthor, like, ha I'm going to destroy the parade or whatever. The best antagonists are the ones that you find yourself after they do their like big evil plan that you kind of sit back and go, he has a point. Uh, yes. And, and like yes. Killmonger in Black Panther, when you listen to his argument about let's go Absolutely. liberate people in oppression, I'm sitting back going, He's got a point. He's I got mean, a point. He's murderous yeah, so, and I, terrible, but like he's got a point, you know. He, so here's, yeah, so here's much so that Black Panther, is. that King T'Challa, actually does exactly what he he does it. setting yeah. out to do, yeah. right? He, yeah. you know, at the end of the movie. So yeah, absolutely. So yeah. Absolutely. So here is here is the question then, which I think is a, an important question: Is Killmonger the bad guy in this movie? Mm. Is he is Killmonger a villain? I I would go as far as to say antagonist. In that he is absolutely the trying to get rid of you know T'Challa as king. Yeah, but my uh, so a uh, uh, friend of the pod, uh, Rob Bradford, sent me a text uh, uh, this week and said because uh, we've been talking about this throughout the week and and he just kind of threw out to to Carl and I actually Carl Anderson and said uh, who is the better villain, the Joker or Killmonger? Mm. And my response was the Joker is the better villain because he is evil and mm-hmm. kind of this nihilistic violence yeah. like that's and and that is scary yeah um and i think that uh killmonger 
to me is not a villain. He's an anti-hero. Yeah. And anti-hero. there are you can make you can make that movie. You can make ten other movies where Killmonger, without changing anything about him, is the hero of the movie. Yes, uh, and doing exactly. I mean, he's Rambo. He is. Yeah. He is every action hero. Like the idea of violence to achieve altruistic goals yeah. is the, at the heart of American action movies. Yes, and uh, the, so his plan is not good. His goal is yes. And so, and this is a movie that is mature enough to not just give us the typical um, stupid Marvel. Uh, well, Marvel does okay with villains, but and they do have the big dumb fight at the end of it. Like that's the, where the weird monsters come out. <laughs> like that, Marvel just always has big dumb fights at the <laughs> they end. They can't help themselves. It's yeah. like the one deal. Like they give a lot of free reign to the interview director, and they're like, "But at the end, there's going to be a bunch of big dumb kind of dinosaur looking <laughs> monsters that are going to come, and you're going to fight them, uh, and it'll be like a thousand people on the screen all at once, and no one will know what's going on." Uh, and so, like in the midst of this fight between Killmonger and Black Panther, at the end, there's this big dumb fight going on yes but that killmonger is not wrong and again like you said ralph to the point that black panther does exactly right what he was right so he doesn't try to just doesn't force it he doesn't try to force it upon but he he opens himself up to to spreading the technology of the of of wakanda and and you know their their advancement to the rest of the world to specifically to places that are impoverished um um, in the world which I, i thought was such a that's why I love it. That's why I love the movie. You know, mm-hmm. uh, real quickly, I wanted to say, you know, we, my, I, I thought about this this morning as I was just thinking back about the, just me and the, and the history of Marvel, um, me, me personally. And we are forever linked with me and Marvel and my four boys. Um, those mm-hmm. of you listening, I have four boys. They are now my twins are 17. My middle son is 16 and my youngest is 14. And we have seen every Marvel movie together in the movie theater. Every single one. Starting with Iron Man, starting with oh, Iron man. man, they were little, all the way, little boys, and we, they, we, I remember us, and that was, in, if you remember, I'm taking you guys real far back now, that was before mid mid credit um, teasers were even a thing. They had just started doing yeah. that, so I remember sitting with my little kids through the credits because I had read that there were going to be some mid credit um, um, teasers. In the movie, in Iron Man. And I remember sitting there and they're like, Daddy, what are we doing? Why are we sitting here? I'm like, I think there's some more movie coming. And sure enough, they had a mid-credit. That's when it really all started. So, you know, Sam we, Jackson coming Sam in. Sam Jackson, yes. Like, Sam Jackson's in this? What? <laughs> yes. How are you going to end a movie where Sam Jackson walks Right? Out? Right. So, <laughs> so I think about that. And we all have our favorites. You know, I think for, for most of my boys, it's um, Winter Soldier, right? They, they love that. There was a, there is a, a a definite change in the Marvel universe for in that movie, right? Um, yep. Yeah, they become real with, movies. Uh, they, they become real movies. Uh, real questions are real, real, real questions are asked, um, and that's when that's when it got really really good, in my opinion, right? So most of them would say that, but I will also say that Black Panther is almost in a, a category all on its own for all the boys, um, and and then I, I want to hear your opinions about this as well. So on, on Friday night when we got the news, and you're, and you're right, Jay, it was around 9 or so, every single one of my boys, I was in my room, my, my wife and I were, were, were uh, in our room, and every single boy came to my room to tell me the bad news that Chadwick had passed away. That's the significance of, of that movie and, and has for, for all of us. And, and it, I think it's important to note here because 
it, I think it just truly speaks to the, the significance of the movie, um, but specifically the significance of the of that type of movie for young adults, for young teenagers, for young black teenagers in this country who are living in the country right now, who they don't often see reflection, positive reflections of themselves in, in any form, unfortunately. Um, and, and, and that's why it hit hard, I think for, for, for my boys anyway, what what are your thoughts? What do you, what do you guys, what do you guys think? Yeah. I mean, uh, even thinking about that, thinking back to the, the rest of the Avengers movies from black Panther on forward, like what they could have done is have black Panther be its own movie and just move on, you know, like it was a great movie. It was fine. It was wonderful. If you think about the Avengers, uh, the, that follow the infinity war and the, the end game, he's taking the lead oh, in a lot of those moments yes. like yeah the battle of wakanda well, he, was, he was definitely yeah the, yes. i think the next phase it was going to be led by black panther yeah. and that's part of what hurts you know part of the the line that hurts me you know it, it, i don't think i'm spoiling anything for anybody when i say in infinity war uh half the people dust you know thanos wins and and half the people are wiped Wait, from what? existence what? I'm sorry. If you haven't seen these films, why are you listening to our podcast? <laughs> and it, it 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 really what like when it first starts happening, the Winter Soldier I think is the first one that goes. It, it catches you off guard. When Chadwick Boseman dusted away, my thought was, no, they're not done with him yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. when it became clear, like, oh, they're coming back. Right. Yeah. There's more yeah. to happen. Like, I was perfectly yes. okay with everybody else dusting away, but when he dusts away, I was like, eh. Yeah. And then you realize that he passed away, and you're like, uh-oh. Yeah. Ugh. Yes. Like, that that, yes. that thought in my head has become reality now. Of Like, they're not done with him yet. He's got more movies. He's his old franchise. He's, ugh. You know? Yes. Yes. That's, yes. That's the deflation. Thank you. There. Yeah, I want to real quick, Tyler, and I, and I want to hear your thoughts. Is I want to just mm. reaff- uh, just affirm something you said, which is I feel like, and, and and this is not based on anything I've read because you guys have probably read more than me, that the next phase of of Marvel was going to center around Black Panther. I, I really do. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like yeah. you said, it was, in the way it was, that in the way that Iron it, Man and and uh, Captain America were the were the yes, of these yes, years because yeah. you know, and just thinking out loud right now, Infinity Wars, you're absolutely right. But who, but even in Endgame, and again, if you haven't seen them already, why are you listening, right? Right. <laughs> even in Endgame, the first portal opens, out comes Sand, and the first army you see is coming from Wakanda. Like it, yep. it mm-hmm. is, it it, it it sets up to be, in my mind, and I think Marvel does this intentionally a lot, um, 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 for it to, for it to have been, and I don't know what they're going to do now, but it to have been central in the next phase uh, of Marvel. So it's it's a loss. It, it definitely is a loss. I'll, yeah. I'll add to that real quick. Just, you know, we, we were joking earlier before we hit record, I think, that Presbyterians aren't allowed to show emotion. Um, <laughs> that, but something about that last scene in Endgame really got me. And part yeah. of it was, right, the whole theory is these people dusted away in the middle of a battle uh, and then they, they come back. And when they start the Wakandan war cry, mm-hmm. right where they left off. Yes. Like, yes, we were dealt this huge defeat. This sucks. It's terrible. Oh, wait, we're back on our feet. Here we go. Like yes. something to that spoke to the cultural moment, too, of like, yeah, OK, yes. setbacks are setbacks. Keep crying. Keep going. Let's go. Um, but here we go. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think no, I, yeah. two, two things about that. One, I have an answer to your question. But I'm going to hold on to that for a second. Um, I think what it, something that makes um, Black Panther so powerful 
is that it's not just a superhero movie. It's a super culture movie. Yes. That what like Black Panther, one could argue that T'Challa is one of is certainly not the most interesting character in that movie. Killmonger, I think, is more interesting. And yeah. then um, yeah. his sister, uh, the the guard played by uh, uh, Danae from uh, from I, I don't know what her name is in the Jordy. the, the bald headed lady. Yeah. Oh no. Uh, so his, she, his sister or the guard? Which one? Well, his sister and then the guard. Jordy. Like okay. The, yeah. 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 So yeah. I think that they're probably more interesting than T'Challa is. Yeah. And yeah. that's not to say that T'Challa is not interesting. That's right. just to say how interesting all these characters are. And when you have in Endgame, um, the it's not just, hooray, Black Panther's here. It's, hooray, Wakanda is here. Yeah. And that yes. this is, the whole country is a superhero. And yeah. so the, what it's not just this one guy who has these powers that we can stop. And he doesn't even really have superpowers. He just drinks this juice, and then he can like get beaten up. And then his, his the technology is the superpower. So the culture of Black Panther yeah. is the superpower. And yeah. the idea of losing Black Panther, like because he spoiler alert, and that he dies in that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he comes back, Jesus style. Um, and uh, but when he's gone, hope is not gone because the superheroes become the rest of the Wakandans yes. who are fighting to get everything back. And yes. and the 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 real threat is that Killmonger would take this the beauty of this culture and corrupt it for gain, for yeah. for vengeance and for. Yeah. Um, for uh, uh, kind of turmoil and and, mm-hmm. and that and this beautiful thing shouldn't be corrupted by just becoming a weapon. It should be yeah. something that should empower more uh, th- the world. Um, and so in that uh, and, and I, I meant to say this earlier when we were talking about um, uh, Killmonger and um, and Black Panther and T'Challa is that it really echoes in a lot of ways the Martin and Malcolm yes. dichotomy. Of, of Martin yeah. Luther King and Malcolm X. Martin Luther King, who was a lot more militant than people think, and Malcolm X, who was a lot more peaceful than people think. That's and right. their, their goals were the same. Their yes. methods were very different. And so you yes. can see T'Challa very much a Martin Luther King and uh, Killmonger very much a Malcolm X. And I don't think that's unintentional. And mm-hmm. it helps us to realize that Malcolm X, uh, for definitely for white America in the 60s, Malcolm X was... The, the poster child of what we feared that black people would be and the, yes. the literal poster of him holding yes. a, uh, an Uzi standing by a window. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Um, and, Absolutely. Uh, and that's exactly what white America feared is that if you mm-hmm. give enough power to black people, they're going to take guns and try to kill us all. And mm-hmm. that's not what he was advocating for. Right. And, uh, and Martin Luther King was not, he, I mean, he was, he was not, he was anti-violence, but yes. he was not weak. And yes. that, I think that that's, we need to recognize that. And I mean, yes. it's, we kind of have Mr. Rogers, Tim, to the point oh, of we, him just oh, being Oh, we this, whitewashed him as well. I, without question. Oh, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. And he won't let us. If you read the words of Martin Luther King. If you read his, that's right. Or, and listen to his sermons, yeah. by the way. And listen yep. to his sermons. Yep. You <laughs> yep. know, he, if you will be hard pressed, first of all, not to, and I'm just going to be honest, as, as, as a, uh, a white person, you will walk away from listening to his sermons and reading the things he wrote, having a different opinion about Dr. Martin yep. Luther King. There is, there's no yep. question in my mind. I, I spent a lot of time in conversation with uh, my brothers and sisters in white churches 
And I, I can tell you every single time, every Zoom meeting I have, someone will say in response to the response we have today to the oppression of people of color, why can't they act more like Dr. Martin Luther King? Because okay? they are. That's exactly what they're doing. Like that's the peaceful <laughs> protesting. The, the, the Right. Like stand up. Exactly. It's like and, it's 100%. And, it, and it is this, and it's the whitewashing of Dr. King. And yeah. to get away from that, well, we, just, we I was going to say the, the white church needs to read, yes. read uh, letter, letter from a Birmingham jail every. Yes. I mean, you read it as much as you can, but I read it every year because and, and there's a there's a push for it to become part of the Book of Confessions of the Presbyterian Church, mm-hmm. and I think it has to become that because yes. it is not just in like it's not just in support of racial racial justice. Mm-hmm. It is a direct. It's a t- criticism of the white church yes. of being benign yeah. and yes. being indifferent to the plight of people of color well, uh, and yes. that is yes. what we need to hear and, and it's <laughs> just as relevant sadly now as and, and yeah. I'll, I'll speak to this you know like as a as a moderate polit- political minded white person letters to a Birmingham letters from a Birmingham jail should challenge you on yeah. a visceral level I yep. can't read yes. it and go oh shoot <laughs> that that's that's me and that's okay like that is okay you know, right that, that's an same okay with jesus thing. though i mean we yeah. should read the gospel and be like oh yeah i guess i don't love the people who hate me right yeah. well the people who are nice to me yeah if you're not being challenged by it what are you doing like it's just yeah. not it's not helpful anymore um yeah so yeah I, let yourself be challenged by that yes yeah one of my tyler just to talk a little bit about what you were saying about the the positions of King Tatala and, and, and Killmonger. My, my fa- one of my favorite scenes of Black Panther is the first time Killmonger walks into um, the, the throne room and um, addresses uh, the court and the king mm-hmm. and with little mm-hmm. respect, which is, which is mm-hmm. so wonderful. And um, you know, the first thing he says is, I'm not, I'm not sure what people you represent, but my people are under impression you guys are sitting up here like kings. What have you done yeah. for them? You know, yeah. and I think it's so profound and so and, and for me inspiring to just rethink about what what have I done? Like what, seriously, what what have I done? You know, as a, as a, as a yeah. black man, what and what am I continuing to do? Um, and and that is the seed that is put into um, Chad Boswick's heart, who's who's playing Black Panther. That is, that is the, that is the beginning of the seed that is planted into him to move from where he was. Shout where out, by the way, we, for, did, we haven't mentioned my. We, we do need to say by name, Michael B. Jordan is an amazing actor. Yeah. Yes, we do. Uh, yes, we've been yes, talking yes, about Kill, yeah, Killmonger. We haven't said. I mean, Michael B. Jordan. I know yes. We, yeah, Michael B. Jordan, fan, amazing. Fantastic. Uh, Fantastic. Yeah, okay. he, he just, just, just as important as Black Panther in that Creed. movie to, for the story. Oh, my goodness. So great. But that was the start of the seed in, in Black Panther to, to move him to action, right? To move him to yeah. the place where he can say, I, I, I do need to share this with the world. I do need to share this with impoverished um, um, communities uh, to, to raise them up in a way that I'm, I'm called, like I'm, we're called to do. And I think that's, it's easy for us to skip over those moments, you know? So yeah. as we sit here and the three of us talk about, you know, our opportunities for growth uh, through Dr. King, uh, through this movie, and through the lens of just the opportunity that uh, Chadwick uh, Bozeman has presented through his life, we have to remember all, all those don't happen if we don't we don't receive and we're not open to that seed that's planted for us to, to continue on and, and listen to and move in that direction and uh, um, for growth. Um, that's, I think that's an important part of that movie and an, an important part of the legacy that we should remember about Chadwick um, as we move forward. So, 
There's there's one other thing in the movie that I do want to bring up, which I think okay. is wonderful. Okay. Uh, tokenism mm. in Black Panther. And the mm. comment on tokenism. And I would say that the tokenism in Black Panther is Martin Freeman, who yes. is uh, Bilbo Baggins, uh, yes. is, is in this movie. He plays the character that would be played by a black person in yes. every other movie. Yes. yes. In that he is pointless. Yes. And, and yet he has given just enough screen time. And I am 100% sure that that was done on purpose. Because his yeah. character, you do not need his character. Right. There are so many other characters in this in this movie mm-hmm. that are rich that, that we want more screen time of. But that mm-hmm. has to be put, you put this guy in there so that as a white audience, you're seeing that and be like, Oh, like oh. it does make you re- remember there's not many white people in this movie. That's and right. Here's your, here's your bone. There you yes. go. White people. There's yes. your character that you well, come in. This and, is, and, and I, I think that that, uh, sorry, Jay, I, I do think that that is, uh, Ryan Coogler is a, is a fantastic filmmaker and he knows what he's doing. And it's a comment on again, which is, I mean, almost like, what's his name? Falcon. Mm-hmm. Um, the in in the in the in the Captain America movies, and they do a pretty yeah. good job of not making him that, but he is kind of that. Or yeah. Rhodey in the Iron Man yeah. movies, like yes. that. This becomes just here's a white guy for you white people out there. In the same way that it's usually here's a black guy to show that we're yes. cool, uh, and this is a multicultural yes. thing. But yes. I, I think that's a brilliant piece of filmmaking. Yes. Let's well, Jay, you're gonna say something. The other interesting thing, like we were talking about villains, Ulysses Claw is set up oh, yeah. from the start to be the villain of that movie. In yeah, that, he's a perfect villain. It, he's a perfect villain he's for, a for that movie. Perfect villain in that he's the white guy who has discovered that this black country has untold resources and he's coming to steal them and exploit them. And South he, African. And he's yes. dead yeah. in like the first 20 minutes of the movie, almost <laughs> yes. as if to say that's not the conversation we're going to have. That's right. That's right. And he's presented, it's a little more than 20 minutes. It's just long enough for you to feel like this is the main bad guy. And he's on the poster yeah. in such a way that he's the main bad guy. And he's played, mm-hmm. again, by uh, another Lord of the Rings alum, by Andy Serkis, who Andy, is Gollum. Yep, yep. But, and he's played brilliantly, and he's just racist enough. Like, he's South African Dutch guy. And you're like, oh, they're super racist. And so you know this guy's real racist. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have to be racist. You just know from his accent. Like, oh, jeez. Super Message racist received, yeah. Yeah, so yes. we're going to be having racist. I mean, it's almost like, um, do you remember the movie Undercover Brother? I know you do, Jay. Yeah. Because you've seen all the movies. Oh, <laughs> but yes. Undercover Brother, the, the the bad guy is white, whitey, basically. <laughs> white, Like, typical yes. white racist guy. Yes. So this is set up to be that and it gives you just long enough that when he's killed you're like oh who is the bad guy and to your point jay that's exactly right is that the movie is saying that's the conversation you thought we were going to have that's not an interesting conversation so we're we're killing that conversation right now and we're going to have a more interesting conversation uh because the typical you have already started to like michael b jordan because how can you not the second he comes on screen you're like look at this guy He's yep. super cool, and he's hanging out with this racist guy. What's that about? And then he kills him, and you're like, "Oh, all right." Uh, I kind of, I, I even like this guy more. He killed the racist guy. Yeah. yeah. But then to the to the Falcon Rhodey, you know, sidekick conversation. Yeah. Some of what I found interesting in recent days is the number of directions Marvel could go to keep yeah. going in this direction. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a lot of. Uh, so again, social media posts about making Shuri, uh, the sister, take up the mantle of Black Panther uh, rather than recast 
T'Challa, um, you know, let this really, really smart, powerful woman who's been in all the movies already anyway and shown Mm -hmm. more than capable, Mm -hmm. give her the mantle. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. he had Into the Spider-Verse, but Miles Morales is hanging out there as Spider-Man. Um, yeah. which there's all kinds yeah. of contract trouble with that, you know, but yeah, I, there, yeah. there are avenues to go beyond tokenism. And I, I hope that Marvel will look at what they've done so far and go, yeah, maybe we could explore this further. Um, oh, Jason, there, there's no question. I mean, let's, let's be honest here. You know, if, if Black Panther didn't teach them anything, it is that there's money to be had in taking that route, right? There's an opportunity yeah, yep. to, uh, let's, I'm just being honest, right? Yeah, there, there's yeah. an opportunity. Uh, uh, Disney's to, not stupid. They're not they stupid. Like they're, they're, right, <laughs> right. So there's an opportunity there. So Jay, I, you know, I hear you, but I, I don't think they can go any other way but to do and to, to listen to that nudge of, okay, we, we need to do this more and we need to do this more. You know, we need to, you know, I'm not sure if they're going to do Surrey or not. That would be great, but I, I don't know if they're going to do that. But I, I guarantee you there will be a more of a focus. You know, that that new series between Falcon and the Winter Soldier is, is supposed to, yeah. you know, right? Right? So yeah. um, I, I guarantee Disney's like, oh, this is an opportunity to really dive into. I, I, I'm sure of it. So um, there's, one, there's one more thing I wanted to say here, just, just to Tyler and, and, and Jay, you too, when you mentioned just the tokenism that, that is present, you know. I caught that the first movie, and, and here's why. You know, to me... The opportunity for for white individuals to see themselves and portray themselves as strong and true and, and regal is everywhere in, in any movie, mm-hmm. right? In, in all movies, mm-hmm. um, um, but specifically more so in superhero films, right? Like in superhero yeah. films, that's yeah. all that's all you really really see so far, you know. So for me, the opportunity to to point to make sure that that the audience knows. That we know that, and just <laughs> to make sure, we're going to throw, we're going to throw. Uh, um, he was Bilbo, right? He was Bilbo, wasn't he? Yeah, was he Bilbo? yeah, yeah. Bilbo. Let's yeah. let's throw Bilbo in there just to make sure you understand and we understand what we're doing here and why we're doing it. I thought it was uh, just genius. It was genius. It, it really, really was. Well, and it's a great setup because anyone can be like, "That character was pointless," and you'd be like, "Yeah, it was." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just like every black character in every in every white led movie. <laughs> was right. like, why was he in there? You could have taken him out and been in the same movie. It's like, yep, that's yes. exactly that's the point. Yes. Now, I would that's like to re- so important. I would like to refer you to these eight thousand nine hundred and fifty-two other movies yep. where, yeah, <laughs> every like half of Kevin Hart's roles. Yeah, right. yes, sadly. yes. I mean, it's, it's sadly it's every every non-starring every every time a, a person of color is on the poster but not above the title. Yeah. Usually they're playing a tokenized character that that was not written as a black character. It's just there. Yeah, to, yeah. To, Which is unfortunate. To look diverse. It, it, yep. it, it really, really is. Uh, I, I won't, there's. I said I lied. I have. I, have, I do have one more thing. Um, so f- we're, we're talking about uh, Chad Bozeman, right? And, and just his amazing acting skills. And in in forty two, both of you seen that? I think. And um, when the, the famous Jay, have you story. Have uh, yeah, That's the one you should watch. Next. Okay. That one's right. so good. Is that one so on HBO? I'm, Jackie, right? Jackie Robinson. Uh, I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't think I'll so. I'll find it. Get on up. Get on up. So, um, in 42, there is a famous scene that a lot of people, a lot of sports fans know about where Jackie Robinson is playing against the Cincinnati Reds. And the coach, the manager of the Cincinnati Reds is just, just 
on him, calling him the N-word over and over and over again, calling out, um, and Jay, as soon as I say this, you'll be like, oh yeah, I remember seeing that, um, calling him out as he's not being allowed to be on the field, um, it was just it was his famous thing. So so Jackie Robinson does what Jackie Robinson does, who because he has to be because he's in that first black man uh, uh, to be in baseball. You know he, he they win the series. They, you know, he 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 hits well, and if you remember Jay, and if if not, I I hope you look it up. There is a famous Sports Illustrated uh, cover of the two of them in a photo op on the cover where they're holding a bat, and you know Sports Illustrated or Sports Illustrated did a piece on him berating Jackie Robinson and how Jackie Robinson responded in the way that it was just playing baseball, just, just responded in playing baseball and playing good baseball like that. Um, and the opportunity presented to him to actually come together. I think it was, I don't even know Tyler, was it directly after this series? I don't even remember. And I apologize for that, but especially wanted to see that they had, they made the manager of the Cincinnati Reds apologize to Jackie Robinson and as, a, and as a sign of his apology, they wanted to take a picture. And this famous picture is of the two of them holding this bat. This is a true story. This is in the movie, and it's mm-hmm. very, very true. Mm-hmm. Holding this bat. So, so the manager didn't have to touch Jackie Robinson, right? So <laughs> um, and I bring this up just to simply say that even in the midst of all this beautiful black culture that we're seeing in, in Black Panther and the message of, of look at this, this, this is we, together, you know, you, you need to see that how beautiful black is. Underlining all that, and I, and I said a little bit of this early, is with the roles that, that Chadwick had played, there is the oppression of black men, right? There, I mean, there, yeah. we, like yeah. we can't lose that in this conversation, you know, of, of black men and the, the, the stability in, in, as opposed, as opposite of white men and their stability in, in society. In, in this case, mm-hmm. it was baseball, but it's a representation of society and, and, and keeping black men in their place, you know. So wouldn't it be nice? I say all that to say, wouldn't it be nice if Black Panther was just another movie, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. wouldn't, wouldn't yeah. it be nice? That, that's why I bring this up. Like, wouldn't it be nice that, you know, we have this, we're talking in this podcast about the theology of Black Panther. Wouldn't it be nice if we, you know, 20 years from now saying, oh, you know what, this this all black cast or, or, or whatever is, is just another movie that makes yeah. billions of dollars, you know? But, but we need yeah. to get there, right? We, we need to get there. That's why I brought that up. I, I hope I didn't go on too long, but that, that's why I brought that up. No. Well, and the beauty of it is that the film, this is why Black Panther, it's one of many reasons why it's so great, is that it is a film that it, 20 years from now, 100 years from now, if it if we ever get to a society where this is not this construct and the systematic racism yeah. has been solved. Yeah. People can look back on this and not just see it as an artifact of racism. They can see it as an amazing movie. This is yes. an amazing movie that stands apart. Like that's what's so brilliant about it is that it is 100% talking about race, 100% talking about where we are, 100%. Mm-hmm. All of the things are done very calculated to make us look at that. And yet at the same time, it is one of the best superhero movies. Yes. So you, if, if you were completely oblivious to everything that's doing about uh, systematic racism and, and everything, it's just an amazing movie. So yes. on its face, like you can make this movie a hundred years from now when there is no systematic racism and make it exactly the same. And it would be and just as be, amazing. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's, that's, that's what makes the movie itself so good. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, I think no, I'd agree. first of all, Ralph, I, I don't think on this podcast you can out talk either of us. So like don't worry about <laughs> talking too much. Especially like, Jay. It's, Jeez. It's not possible. It's just not possible. Um, uh, <laughs> one one of my favorite filmmakers made a, a film about life, but I think it applies to, to social justice too. It's like a seventeen second movie. Uh, and he says the way to get ahead in life is like walking backwards on a people mover, uh, like going the wrong way on a people mover, oh. that if if you walk, you're just going to stand in the same place. Uh, if you stop moving, <laughs> you're going to go backwards and lose progress. Oh. The only way forward is to run, uh, is hmm. to keep running. And I think, you know, when, when you're talking about the progress that's made of Black Panther, what Wait, I, who is that? Who is that filmmaker? Casey Neistat. Okay, that's what I thought. Love Casey Neistat. He's it, it, like, again, it's a 17 second movie. It's one of the more profound things I've seen in a while. Um, but I think you know there is a temptation for white people. This is specifically directed at white people to say, "See, we had Barack Obama. They have we got Black Panther. We're, we did it. We're done. Yeah. Stop yes. moving, uh, yes. or at the very least, just yes. walk a little more." Uh, and that is, this is not the time for that uh, to to That's sit right. back and say, ah, we made it, we really did it, that was good." Like I'm reminded uh, after right after the election of Obama in 2008, there were free stickers that you could get from this organization that was um, Shepard Ferry, the artist who did the Hope picture, the Hope Obama yeah. picture, mm-hmm. and he does Obey, yeah. the, uh, yep. the Andre the Giant stuff. Um, mm-hmm. He did a, another one. He was commissioned to do another Obama sticker. And it's brilliant and beautiful. And at the bottom of it, it says, we did it. And I would, that totally uh, articulates the white person's yes. narrative of that whole yes. election. It's like, we nailed it. Yeah. No more. We, it is accomplished. It's, we, it's, it's done. We have, we're, we're, we're done. We have beaten racism. Look yes. at us. Like, like, it was such a pat on the back. And yeah, we did. I mean, like. It was a it was a culmination of the campaign, so it all made sense. But it really sure. it had that double meaning of making yes. we uh, we white people have really fixed this thing. Look at how advanced we are. Yeah. Goodbye yeah. racism. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sure that will never come up again. Yeah, it's H well. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> uh, I do I do think. Um, Watch 42, Jay. So to those of you, to Jay, and to those of you who have not seen um, many other Chadwick Boseman movies, because we have four, basically, that are yeah. Black Panther movies. Uh, yeah. Civil War, mm-hmm. uh, Black Panther. He's in um, Endgame quite a bit. Infinity War, not much. Not much, like, right. Sad, yeah. Sadly, not very much. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if the that... Community one, Wakanda that's is, really like yes, the Community of Wakanda yes. is, though. Like, the Community of Wakanda is Infinity War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but I would say start. I mean, Forty Two is a is a really yeah. underrated movie um, yeah. that is really really well done. Uh, Get on up is great. Um, uh, Marshall again, I haven't seen, but I I know it's really well reviewed. The Five Bloods, which is a, a movie that just came out, it's on Netflix. It's mm-hmm. Spike Lee's most recent movie. Yeah, yeah. It it speaks to that same uh, what you're talking about, Ralph, about how all of the movies do talk about oppression. That's yeah. about how African-Americans were abused in the Vietnam War and how they were uh, treated very differently. Uh, yeah. And he plays a, 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 um, the head of a squadron uh, in Vietnam who is killed in Vietnam, and then it's the, that squadron going back to Vietnam. It's a really, it's an interesting movie, uh, and uh, 
uh, one of his last performances. So yeah. that, and that's accessible on Netflix today. On oh, Netflix. So, yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to send my boys down. Yeah. And it's very Spike Lee. It's, it, yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah, got of all, course. all the hallmarks of, of a Spike Lee movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. and will not sit comfortably the way every yeah. Spike Lee movie doesn't sit comfortably. Absolutely. So at the end, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I got to deal with this. <laughs> that's great. No, that's great. Yeah. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. In terms of the the least important thing about Chadwick Boseman, uh, his passing, is trying to think of, as we were talking about, kind of who will f- take up that mantle. Yeah. And the the hard thing is you don't want them to recast it. Um, and I think that going with Surrey would be fantastic. Um, I'm sure in the comics, I don't know how deep the comics go. I don't, there may have been another black Panther, and, and even in the lore of it, there are multiple black Panthers. Sure. Um, because sure. his father was a black Panther. That's right. right. Um, I, and I, I know that, uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates, who, uh, is an amazing writer. You should read Ta-Nehisi Coates did between the world and me and, yep. uh, eight years in power, um, uh, and other, many other things he wrote. Black Panther, like that was after he wrote these two amazing books on um, the kind of state of America in terms of mm-hmm. our racial inequality and systematic mm-hmm. racism. Mm-hmm. Uh, he then, for a year, wrote for Black Panther, yes, um, in the comics, and and that's a really good run. Uh, yeah. You can, I think, it's available on like Prime reading or something. Like it's pretty accessible, think, so you can. Yeah, you can find I, yeah, it. I think you're right. I think it is available. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I think it is available. My, my boys would know, but yeah, I think you're yeah. right. Yeah. And the, but yeah. the my initial thing, like you, you know, who would be who be able to play Black Panther really well? Who? Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, like, no, it's so yeah. true. That's you're right. It's you're like, absolutely so should right. Should we have Killmonger come back and play, or should he just play a different character? <laughs> like, uh, I just because we're fans. Hey, see, me too. Yeah, like, I'm, oh, like, I'm a so huge great. fan of his. He's so great. He he is. He is. Well, it, and Ryan Coogler, Ryan Coogler again, who did Black Panther, his first movie was a movie called Fruitvale Station. Starring Michael mm-hmm. B. Jordan, his mm-hmm. next movie was Black Panther. Starring Michael B. Jordan, his third mm-hmm. movie was oh no, his second movie was Creed. Was Creed starring Michael yes. B. Jordan? Yes, and then Black Panther. Uh, yes, and so this he has yet to make a movie without Michael B. Jordan. I think if yeah. you want to do the Michael <laughs> B. Jordan thing in Black Panther, just do what DC Comics always does and have the Flash run back in time and create a new <laughs> timeline and just start over again. You know, we'll just and you, you just go. digitally take out his mustache and yeah, you're fine. You're all set. <laughs> And then you're all set. Yes. This was great, guys. I really enjoyed myself yeah. today. I really enjoyed myself yeah. today. Well, good, um, good. Black Panther's a great movie. Well, all right. So Tyler plugged 42. Everybody get it at your local movie retailer. I'm plugging the Ralph and Brian Wallace podcast video series. Ralph, yes, do you yes. have you have anything you want to plug for us this fine afternoon? Yeah, I do. I, I, I'll, I'll, you know, I, I, this is going to sound cheesy and really... Um, um, way up from left but I'm going to plug love that's what I'm going to plug today um, there is an opportunity in November no matter what political affiliation you are to vote I hope that everyone does that um, but more importantly I hope that everyone chooses love moving forward you know we've talked a lot about you know this wonderful movie Black Panther and if, what it's meant to all of us and the passing of, 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 of our king uh, King T'Challa and Chadwick Boseman, and, and it's been fun and it's been great. And but I, I really want to encourage everyone to continue to educate yourselves and and, and fight for what is right, um, recognizing the opportunity that is presented through movies like Black Panther, through movies like Forty Two, uh, um, Thurgood Marshall, and all the other ones. Um, um, 
but that, that's what I would promote. That, that, that's what I'm pushing today, Jay. Thank you for asking. <laughs> I dig that. I'll get next to that. Yeah. I want to I wanna put one more quick plug in for Lovecraft Country. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, my it's, goodness. It's How can we forget that? Fantastic. It's that fantastic. Fan- when you said love, I was like, yeah, Lovecraft. <laughs> Lovecraft, Lovecraft is, is, is on it, uh, it is. HBO. You know, I am hooked. You know, po- yeah. podcasts and all. Like, it, it is It is so good. So I highly recommend so that, good. too. Love so and Lovecraft. There you go. Love and Lovecraft yeah. Country. There you go. Both of them. Both of them. There's, there's room for both. There's room for both. It's this very, it's based on a book uh, produced by Jordan Peele. Uh, but it's this, it, it basically is mixing 1950s uh, Jim Crow era with H.P. Lovecraft's horror. Um, and yes. it's more about the racism than it is about the horror, but the horror, be- much like the movie Get Out or things like that, like the, the horror becomes this great um, allegory for the racism. Yeah. The real horror. Yeah, of the, movie is the, the real horror. Of, of the show. Yeah. But it's, it's fantastic. It, also watch Watchmen on that sense. Like HBO knows what they're doing with these... Uh, the Watchmen show, not the Watchmen movie. Don't watch that movie. Yeah. Please don't <laughs> watch the Watchmen again. movie. Please don't. Uh, read Please the comic. Don't. Don't watch the, yes. Watch the the uh, yes. the, the television show. Absolutely. Thank you guys. This was great. This, I always love spending time on. with you guys. I look forward. I look forward to the next time. I really, really do. I love you both very, very much. Thank you for giving an opportunity for uh, this black man to to be immersed and uh, surrounded by people who love me and, and the things that I'm trying to progress in, and also talk about it in a way that makes it fun and enjoyable but also inspiring so thank you for that i really appreciate that thank you man thanks for being on you're you're a wonderful human being and it's it's lovely to be able to talk so i I appreciate everything you bring to the show and everything uh and your willingness to continue to come back that's always a big a big uh, a big sign of a great guest is one that's That's easily booked i was gonna say not easily booked it's pretty tricky to book you but (laughs) your your willingness to come back is great come back anytime man it's it's good to have you well all right do we have a twitter question we didn't say oh uh hmm so here's a Twitter question. What is your... Oh, I started that sentence without knowing how it was going to end. I was just hoping it would go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is your favorite non-Black Panther Chadwick Boseman role? Yes. If, you, if you've if you seen multiples, like what... I have. ...stands out. Oh, that is a... That actually is a really... So what, I'm, what I'll say to that is... I, I thought as an, an example of his detail for his craft, James Brown was just is so phenomenal because it's the acting, it's the dancing, it's the portrayal of who he was. It was so 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 I, I would almost, I'd love 42. 42 is up there um, because I think it I think it captures the, the 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 really well Jackie Robinson and how through peaceful means which is just playing baseball progressed um the inclusion of 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 black people in baseball in major league baseball um but i'll I'll go with james brown just simply because it was i know just seeing him dance and and perform and and that that had to be for him I, i would guess he i think he would talk about how you know just doing that stretched him as an actor being able to do yeah. those roles, um, so I'll, I'll say I'll say I'll say James Brown. It's so surprising too. Like you know he's a great yes. actor, and then within within ten minutes you're like, holy cow! And then you see him yes. dance, you're like, what? And then he stares right into the camera. He's like, don't tell James Brown how long to be, he can be funky. Like yes. there's just so many great. <laughs> it's so it, you know, and it, it has had those moments of you know, it, it, I just love it. So it, it's it's a tie, but one A would be it'd be James Brown. It'd be James Brown. Yeah. So. 
I do want to highlight then, something, and I might I might put this earlier, but uh, within 42, there's one scene which I think is really good, and I don't want to. I think you can overemphasize this from a white person's perspective, um, and I don't want to overemphasize it, but I do think it's an important scene. One, because it's, it really happened, and two, it it demonstrates being an advocate without um, without. Uh, I, I think that that one of the things that that white people need to do is to empathize and to lift up black voices. And oftentimes we sympathize and talk over black voices. And that is a very different thing and very problematic. Um, And also when we talk over black voices, we say, well, here's their problem. And so let's fix it. And all we need to do is elect a black president. And then we've done it. Like that kind of, that's what leads us to feeling like we've solved it by not listening to people. And anyway, so there's a scene in it where, um, the, I think it's the shortstop. I don't know his name, but the the other main like really good um, player on, or he's the second baseman because Jackie Robinson played shortstop. Um, the other like star of the Brooklyn Dodgers, uh, they're playing. I think it was in Cincinnati. They're playing somewhere close to the south, and he's from the south. And before the game starts, um, he goes over to Jackie and he puts his arm around him and just stays there. And so they're like, yeah. the game's about to start, and he just hangs out and he says something to the effect of like. I really, I just want you to know I appreciate you. And yeah. I got, I have a lot of family in the stands. And I, I'm thankful for this opportunity for them to see who I really am. Yeah. And that's, and he doesn't say anything, but he, he lingers on that knowing that the image of a white man embracing a black man yeah. will say far more than anything he could, he could say in the press or anything like that. And that really happened. And I think that that's, Again, I think you could go so far with that, be like, look at the hero of this movie, it's the white guy. Like, that's not what I'm saying. But that oftentimes um, the simple act of friendship, of yes. actually em- embracing yes. each other as humans yes. and as teammates in that case, like that yes. speaks so much more than had he held a press conference about how it's so great that we have a black guy on a team. Like, that, I love that that movie lifts up that little moment. And that that is, he's not the hero of the movie yeah it's very much jackie robinson uh yeah the movie tells it really well but that yeah. to include that scene i think is an important find we need to find opportunities like that in our lives and if we don't have access to opportunities like that in our lives white people then ask yourself why you don't have uh <laughs> right. opportunities and and that it may, may be illustrated be because our systems are set up to keep us apart but maybe you need to work outside those systems maybe you need to go to other places where you can empathize with people and lift up black voices rather than speaking on behalf of black people without actually talking to them. Yeah. Or, or you can invite your best friend who happens to be black onto your podcast and talk about these hard topics. Yes. That, that my friend is, is a definite hug from the both of you without question. Well, well, we talk about hard topics today. Next time we're going to talk about scalp care and razor burn, right? Is that? (laughs) Yes, we Okay. (laughs) That sounds great, guys. Thank you so much, man. This has been, this has been fantastic. Thanks for being on. You are a beautiful human being and you you. have a wonderful head. I do have to say both of you, you. I I give you the same compliment. You have very shiny, smooth, round heads. Thank you. Well done. Scar free. Thank you. Well, I've been Jay. And I've been Tyler. And I've been Ralph. And this has been Roughing the the Pastor. Pastor. Hooray for everyone. Thank thank you. Thank you, friends. 